Support the Amigos podcast on Patreon or PayPal and receive cool perks and rad swag. Visit our page at everythingamiga.com support. Amiga, the first personal computer that gives you a creative edge. Welcome to the Amigos Everything Amiga podcast. I'm Amigo Aaron, joined by a man who's had a rough go of it. I give you the Brent. They, they pulled me off of IR. They mm. said, you've got to do it, man. you got to fill in, so I'm here. That's right. Uh, our good buddy, our good close personal friend, the, the, the creator, founder, number one guy of the Amigos, John Bodevkar-Schaller, on assignment in Ireland, Brent. Ireland, he's back right now as we speak. He's whisking his way back to the United States. So it should be a good time next week. So, that much is Wait, finally. does that mean this week's going to suck? I was hoping to slip <laughs> that past you, frankly. So, uh, this week on the Amigas, we're going to be taking a look at a genre that I enjoy quite a bit. The pro wrestling genre. Yes. That's right. I've got my pro wrestling bad guy suit on, and we are ready for some wrestling. But we'll get to that in due we will. time. Yes. How's your week, Brent, so far? Brent, anything going on this uh, week? You know, my week has been uh, pretty glorious. Glorious? Yeah. What'd you do? Absolutely nothing, and that's the way I like it. So it's pretty much like every week. Oh, no, yeah. No, <laughs> no, sometimes weeks are really bad. He admitted it. He admitted it. What a bum. <laughs> Did you uh, play your Amiga this week? Oh, wait, you don't have an Amiga. Oh, oh, oh too bad. So you had to emulate this I, game, I, I played my Amiga equivalent, that's now, correct. What did, what did you use to play this week's game on? Uh, Amiga that, Forever? Yeah, F-U-E. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. F-U-E. Okay, fair enough. So, you, you know, you, of course, owned a Amiga with me back when we were kids, but you've not had one as an adult, had you? That's true. Are, yeah. you, ready, are you ready now, after playing this game, to jump back on the Amiga bandwagon? <laughs> no. I tried, folks. My, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the Amiga. Yeah. I, I've had some incredibly great memories about the Amiga. Uh, unfortunately, my gaming career, it, it continues to grow, and I've had to make, make room for my VR stuff and my mega PC. Oh, and, my God, uh, your mega PC. Yeah. And uh, very, that sort of stuff. Flash. Now, uh, we've played wrestling games. We owned wrestling games, arcade machines, wrestling games. We've had a couple of these things. That's correct. We've had, uh, of course, WWE WrestleFed, WF WrestleFed, excuse me. We also had... WWF Royal Rumble. We own yes. that. We also owned uh, the main event, uh, if you'll recall. We also owned the, the the circuit boards for WWF Superstars. We owned a circuit board for Matt Mania. Yes. So we have a lot of wrestling uh, video game playing between us. So I think we are the foremost authorities to judge this game on its merits and flaws as a wrestling game. But plus, we've played tons of games. That's true. That helps a lot too. We'll get to that in a moment. Let's take a look. As we definitely sway over towards the everythingamiga.com webpage and see what's going on with our good buddy, the Dream Ketchup. Absolutely. Now, Absolutely. of course, everythingamiga.com, your home for everything Amiga, Brent, for all your Amiga needs, uh, staffed by a cast of thousands of the most intelligent men and women ever assembled. It actually seems like a cast of thousands because the, the, 
dozen or so guys you've got going on over there are always hard at work. They are. They're they're they know I have no idea what's happening most of the time. They they keep me in the loop. So this week the DK had a new article which was called Oh Chimpanzee That. Now I had a look at this last night and this article goes into a TV show I've never heard of called uh, on the BBC called Bangers and Mash. Have you ever heard of that show? No, I've not. It seems very British. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Uh, have you ever heard of the of that term, Bangers and Mash? I, is that a meal? It's. I don't know exactly what it means, but that's the name of these two chimps on this show. They have a B and an M on their shirt. You can do the math here. And so someone thought it would be a good idea to take this very short-range show and make a game of it. And, and they did. Two levels of excitement. Wow. So for your four, one for Banger and one for Mash? Yeah, I guess so for your £3.95, P, you're, you're in business here on this thing. You know, I kind of dig that. I, I miss that uh, uh, era of gaming. When you could throw down a, literally a couple bucks and pick up something that is barely functional. Well, you're living in that time. You ever been on Steam? No, no. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever went to a pawn shop? They're, they're giving them games away right I, I mean, I guess Steam to some extent... But I don't know. I like going and flipping through the crap, the whole the physical media. Uh, well, I mean, you can you can get games for a buck or two easy. There've always been games for a buck or two. When I was a well, kid, you yeah, could go oh, get no. a game. Well, yeah, no. Maybe I should go through the process. You find that game, you look at the back, and it looks so awesome. Yeah. Because they actually took time to put a little bit of effort into the the packaging. Yeah. And then you get it home, and it's crap. That's what I miss. Sort of, a, sort of your well. I mean, I mean, I'm you can't. To, I'm trying to think of a game that I got for a couple bucks that had great packaging and sucked. Most Street of just, Fighter, Street Fighter Two. I got that for the PC and it was awesome. And it came with its own gamepad. Now the gamepad was no great shakes, but it still was pretty good. You remember that? It came with the yep. videotape of the movie. What a deal! And of course, I guess that was the downside. But I enjoyed that movie as a guilty pleasure. And Raw Julia was well quite amusing to me. Oh yeah, he, he yeah. He's a great guy. So if you great actor, if you get a chance, he was. He passed away sometime. Obviously, yes. Uh, if you get a chance to uh, hop over to everythingamiga.com, check out uh, Dreamcatch's article and his many, many articles he's written. I also suggest that you uh, visit his uh, channel on YouTube for some wacky, wacky stuff. I saw some of the stuff he put up this week involved Rocky Horror Picture Show. So, oh, which uh, is a personal always favorite, fun, personal favorite of mine now. Let's get into the news a little bit. Now, the news this week was all about one thing, at least around these parts. Me? And that, no, no. This is good news, not oh. bad news. And it was all about, you got it, Amiga, Amiga Ireland. Ireland. Yes. Uh, this took place uh, over the last few days uh, over in Ireland, and uh, we had many, many, many of our uh, Amigo buddies there, including John Boat of Carshaller. Yes, quite a turnout. Yeah. I was I was very impressed uh, and very like, happy. It looked like a great event. Now, Boat sent me some pictures back, and a few other people sent me pictures back. And I thought we'd just have a quick look at these, and we'll describe them for you listening to the show. So, uh, first thing Boat did, the very first picture he sent me back was Boat at a bar watching billiards. On the, <laughs> on I believe the, I believe that could be a little bit of schnooker. That is schnooker, correct. And uh, he was, and in the process of getting schnooked, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so he knew what he was doing when he got got to town. Now we had a lot of people show. Now Boat left here. Gosh, he left. I think it was on a Tuesday, so I think he, I think he got there on Wednesday or early Thursday. So he was there for, he was there for a couple of days to get acclimated to the to the conditions. Now, uh, the event was held in a different venue from last year. You recall last year's venue was uh, uh, sort of a dark, smallish place. This yes. was held in like a uh, 
uh, as I look at this picture here, it looks like a, a very well-built well conference room. Yeah, a glorious ballroom yeah. of some sort. They also had some, like, uh, we're getting married carpeting uh, and curtains on various places, some real nice. Uh, it's a, it looks like a pretty uh, snazzy event. They've got the big screens out. Looks like they had a pretty good attendance. Uh, I had it on good authority that had at least as many as they did last year and probably a few more. So Excellent. That's a good thing. I think they were kind of smashed in a little bit over there. Uh, a lot of the luminaries from... Uh, um, other shows and podcasts and friends of ours were there. I know the guys from uh, Retro Hour were there, Dan and Robbie, and I know that uh, uh, Doug from 10 Minute, uh, 10 Minute Amiga Retrocast uh, did a live uh, inter uh, transatlantic interview on his yep. show. So he he got him a he he was into that. And of course, the Amiga Iron guys like to have their own podcast as well. So a lot of good podcasters that were fooling around over there. And if, this is the 35th anniversary. Is that correct? Of the Amiga. Uh, yeah, yes, it, yes. Not exact date, but yeah, it, yes. it's been a long time coming. It's funny, we were talking on, uh, when we got interviewed uh, last, what was it, two was it, well, two weeks ago or last week when we got the interview done by the last our buddies over, uh, over at the Coco Talk, uh, that came up and we we mentioned that when we started Amigos, it happened to be on the anniversary of the... The 30th uh, anniversary yeah, the, then. Uh, of the Commodore Amiga 1000, and we had no idea. And it was exactly the same days we were recording. Everybody's like, oh, good move. But we were like, oh, we don't know what's going on. I'm not good with dates, y'all. Um, Bo got to interview Dave Haney, yes. a super popular uh, Amiga man, uh, and up right up on stage. And uh, it was a great interview. I watched it. Uh, Dave's the kind of guy, get that dude a live mic and stand back. Yeah. He takes care of business. Yes. And that, and this hour flew by to rave reviews, and I think that Bode is attempting to get something set up with uh, Dave to uh, some somewhere down the line do a, a longer uh, interview with him because they I guess they hit it off, and I know a lot of, I saw a lot of pictures come back uh, with people uh, getting their picture taken with with uh, Mr. Haney. I like Dave's hair. I, I like love Dave's, that mustache, I man. I do. Too. I was I was telling the boys last night that if I had hair. That's that's exactly how I do it right there. That long, crazy hair with the mustache. Looking, you, you can pull it off, Aaron. Yeah, I had to have the hair. It's a problem. No, you don't need hair. You need a time machine. Well, there you go. Uh, I know uh, Mr. Pleasance was also in attendance at this thing. I think Trevor Dixon was there. There was a lot of uh, luminaries. Uh, a Pixel Vixen. I saw her there. Uh, I, there was a lot of uh, uh, real big names in the uh, Amiga. I don't want to say Amiga community, but at least the internet community I saw there. So this was a pretty good crowd, uh, and it looked like they had a lot of fun. Everyone told me they had great times. And, of course, there's our uh, buddy Figgy. He won this uh, Turrican 2 album. Very nice. He's got a, he looks he looks like he could, we could tag team. Yeah, <laughs> he, we always need to get him a red shirt, we'd be, and we'd be laughing. And then uh, they sent me a shot here of all the uh, ladies and gents having a big dinner. I see a couple guys in there that I know, so you you can you can be sure that a good time was had by all. Looks like they had good eats. I know both sent me a picture of a sandwich he had that was unbelievable. They also went out for kebabs. They were had they had it all. Big huge breakfast. They had booze at the yin yang. What'd you have for breakfast today? I know what you I, had. I, I had a honey bun. Yeah, I had some crap muffins. I got nothing. I got no. I'm getting screwed again. So. Uh, I'm sure Boat will give you a full report next week when he returns uh, from his big trip, but it looks like everybody had a lot of fun there. And uh, I think it looks like uh, next year will be uh, another Amiga Ireland, probably bigger and better. Uh, 
and another success. Got to keep those things rolling. I should mention that the entire event was streamed uh, by our uh, good folks over at Twitch on the Amiga Retro Gaming uh, channel. If you want to catch some of the action and some of the, uh, including uh, uh, some nice seminars on how to use Lightwave, uh, how to make your own, uh, make your own mod files, which that was great. Yeah, I think I could do it, although it still looks hard. Uh, also, some artistic stuff. They had contests uh, on there as well. They had a lot of uh, real interesting stuff and some stuff I missed. So I've got to go back and catch some of it up myself. So if you uh, a lot of content, a lot of content, yeah, yeah, hours through. and hours. And so Absolutely. eventually that stuff will meander over to YouTube. But if you want to see it now, uh, you can go over to Twitch and check our channel out. And while you're there, you know, feel free to. Give us a subscribe. Check us out if you're a, if you're a uh, Amazon Prime uh, subscriber, you get one free sub, uh, subscription to a Twitch channel every Use month. It. Use can, it. Get, throw it. Throw it our way, man. We love it. And, hey, freebie. If, you know, if, if it's one of those things. If you don't use it, you're just going to lose it. Yeah. So put it on somebody. Yeah. You know the thing about Twitch because I'm learning uh, the Twitch, as you know, much like the Twitter. I'm trying on there too. The Twitch, Twitch, Twitch. Twitch has a bunch of crazy gimmicks, gizmos, bebops. You're earning points. People are giving you throng bags or boom bars. And people and boats always like, thanks for that. I don't know what any of that stuff is. Yeah. You know? So it's so hey, if you've got a spare throng bar or bing bong around, you can throw that in Here's there. Here's the thing. Twitch uh, Twitch has taken community advice and they're trying to make chat more interactive, more fun, and it is. Uh, you know, when you're watching somebody stream, they can't be on 24-7, right? You know, they, they can't be, but you've got to change games sometimes or reposition or go to the bathroom. Yeah. And uh, they, you know, they're trying to make that experience where people can still have fun yeah. uh, during the dead time. They during follow the you right, the camera comes right to the bathroom. <laughs> you're oh. in, you're right in there. Don't hurt yourself, old man. So if you get a chance, pop it over to Twitch. Of course, we're also uh, uh, still kicking and on uh, YouTube at the Amiga Trick Game channel, which we'll get to that a little bit later. Now, we've put this up long enough, brother. Oh, it's time. It's time to get it on with this week's game. And the game is WrestleMania. Welcome to WrestleMania, as Vince always says. Get my right sheet here. So, uh, you know, I'm a big wrestling fan. You are? Oh, yes. Oh. And you'll notice there on the screen, there are me... I had to throw this in there because I'm such a vain person. Yeah, it's me with all so the vain. me with all the uh, luminaries and celebrities and big time players in the wrestling community throughout their last 15, 20 years. Yep, I've met them all. That's not even, this is just a small sampling. But I thought I'd throw that in there. So let's talk about WrestleMania, WWF WrestleMania to be precise. Yes, uh, this bad boy was released in '91, two discs, and developed by an outfit called Twilight. Now, Brent. Uh, you have run into Alfred uh, into Twilight as well as, as the rest of us because they did Alfred Chicken. They did. That's and, correct. So you you are you did a little research on your own then on this, obviously. Oh no, you I, just I, the I name? Uh, uh, no. I, well, I suppose watching a couple videos would count as research. That's so, right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they also on the Amiga did Bonanza Brothers, Cool World. Hey, everybody, remember that movie? What a dud. <laughs> that Bowie. That, in it. That's when they said, you know what? That Roger Rabbit did real well. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a cut rate version. Yeah. It's like that didn't work. Uh, they did Hong Hong Kong Fuwei for him, and they did Mega Twin, and and they did Top Hat Cat. Remember Top Hat Cat? Yeah, another Hanna Barbera castaway, uh, and 
so they had some decent song, uh, decent uh, games in there. Now decent songs, yeah. So um, just had one to two player. You could have two players at once, but that's with a with a with a cast. Uh, yeah. I'll get to that in a minute. It was a big if. Let's talk about some of the people that put this together because they're they're. Uh, their coding past reveal is a window into their soul, right? So, for example, the code on this was a fellow named Andrew Swan. He did a couple of my not favorite games, including Yogi Bear, horrible. If you ever watched that, Rough and Ready, horrible. Cool World, but he did work on Alfred Chicken. So he got. It's amazing. How did they get to that? That's by far their best game. Well, I that think. was a port, so yeah, that helps a little it's also, bit. It's also coded by Mark Mason again from Hong Kong Fooey fame. He did Netherworld and the ever-popular Postman Pat. Have you ever played that? Yeah, it's a British thing. I have to nope, never seen it. it. Uh, the graphics were done by a fellow named Martin Severin. He worked on Bonanza Brothers, Cool World, a lot of the same games. Uh, you also had Noel Hines and Wayne Billingham rounding out the graphics. Music was done by a fellow named Sean Conran. He did Duckula. Remember Duckula? Yes. I hated that show. What? He Why? also did Hong Kong Fooey, Rough and Ready Yogi. So these guys were all... They were making cartoon games like they were going out of style. There's no doubt about that. Works on the OCS, ECS. This is, now, this is something I didn't know. This was originally made for the Amiga and ported. Now, get this. I didn't know this game had any ports. I can't imagine why you'd want to port it. This had an Amstrad release, Atari ST, C64, a DOS release. Did you know that? I did, but not for the reasons you probably think. And a ZX Spectrum 128 release. Now, that would be neat. pretty good. No, probably oh. not. Well, <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine that it would be pretty good. This also included, in some packages, a WWF videotape, Brent. Oh. I don't like know what's on exclusive? it. Exclusive? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it was packaged in, in the box, you know, so you, it, came, it came with the actual game. That's pretty stuck good. Stuck in the box. Now, it's funny, I have this box. I should have brought it out here, but no videotape in there. This was a, I believe this is a, one of the gifts that we've got from Rushi sent it over. Rushi, also a big wrestling fan, one of our Discord buddies. Uh, among other things, he's the guy that sent you your cassette vision. As the super cassette vision. Yeah, I don't want to undersell it. That's for darn sure. So let's talk about WrestleMania. Of course, just to go into a, a little bit of a backstory about what is WrestleMania. If you're not a wrestling fan, you might not know. WrestleMania is the big event that the WWF slash now they're known as the WWE runs at once a year. It's their big pay-per-view event. It, took, it started way, way back. I believe it started in 84, 85 at Madison Square Garden. The main event of that show was uh, Hulk Hogan and Mr. T teaming up, Brent, to take on Rowdy Roddy Piper and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. My favorite wrestler. The tag team bout. And no, then, sorry. Not my favorite wrestler. Who? who Mr. Wonderful? You're thinking yeah, Mr. Mr. Perfect. Perfect yeah, right. Way off. Although Mr. Wonderful was great, too. He was, he was good. Uh, this was a show... That had Liberace on it. It had Muhammad yes. Ali on it. It had the Rockettes on it. It was a lot of big celebrities. And this was a make-or-break show for the WWF when they first had it. Uh, and uh, from the success this show had, they went on to do uh, WrestleManias every year. They've also had the uh, probably the biggest one was WrestleMania three, which was in the Pontiac Silverdome, where they announced a crowd of 93,000 in attendance. It was not that many, but they still had a uh, crowd, I think it was well over 60 or 70,000 people gathered for this WrestleMania to see the Hulkster, Hulk Hogan, uh, take on and eventually defeat the undefeated Andre the Giant, 8th winner of the world, in a big main event match. Yes. So this was a huge, a huge show. Uh, this is a match, this is a show that's perennially he headlined by the best that the WWF has to offer, including uh, luminaries and notables like Stone Cold, 
The Rock, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, guys like this. The biggest, toughest guys, Roman Reigns, if you're a modern fan, uh, or Brock Lesnar. Uh, so this was a show that was built from the ground up to be your premier show. Yes. And this was also the basis for a lot of the WWF uh, games. And WrestleMania appears in a bunch of titles. There's Super WrestleMania, and there's WrestleMania. They're all over the place. So this is not the only game to have this moniker. Absolutely not. Uh, and would and probably still won't be, to be honest. There'll probably be more coming. So um, eventually they expanded to more pay-per-views. There. Eventually they were the, what's called the Big Four, which were WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, and SummerSlam. And now they pretty much have at least one a month. It's crazy time now. So, it's, but, but, you know, these, this is still their it's big a, show. It's certainly a different era now yeah. than, than 20 years ago. So I looked at this game to try to get an idea of when the wrestlers in this were, were working to try to gauge where this game appears on the, you know, what was going on when they made it. Uh, and given the guys that are in this, uh, I'd say this game was uh, was based on the, the time in the WWF around uh, 1990 to early 91. The reason I say that is the end guy in this is Sergeant Slaughter, and he was the champion. He won the belt uh, January 1st of 91 and lost it in April. Well, so, was that good guy Slaughter or no, bad guy Slaughter? This is when Sergeant Slaughter, the character who is the main guy in this game, was a, uh, was a very big Marine from uh, Paris Island. But unfortunately, at this point, he had turned evil and he joined the Iraqis ah. for a desert. This is when Desert uh, Shield or what it was uh, came was that the first one, the first our first storm, our first foray in Iraq. Uh, th- this is when Sergeant Slaughter became super evil, and uh, he actually de- defeated the ultimate the ultimate warrior in a match where the Macho Man Randy Savage hit Ultimate Warrior with a with a light stand, I believe, as he was running down the aisle like an idiot. Uh, Ultimate Warrior not known as being a genius. <laughs> so, anyway, great in, comics. In this game, I'm kidding. Uh, you can you get to choose your wrestler. Now, there there. This is not an option heavy game, is it, Brent? No, right, right no. Uh, no. Uh, you get that. You can choose which uh, you who you want to play. You've got you've got uh, Hulk Hogan. Right? Yes, the Hulkster. Gotta have Let me him. Tell you something, brother. Gotta have him. You got the Ultimate Warrior. Definitely Ultimate during Warrior. this era, big time. Yeah, you've got to have the British Bulldog. You don't have to have the British Bulldog, yeah. but he's there. Those are your boys. That's it. That's it. You get to choose from three guys. Yes, which is lame. Lame. Right out of the gate. Now you do have five opponents to take on. Okay. The first opponent, and by the way, the, uh, if these are ranked in order of importance, I'm appalled by this. Whoever put this together. So. Your first match is against Mr. Perfect, uh, Kurt Henning. My favorite wrestler of all time. Tremendous wrestler, tremendous yes. talker. Yes, sadly, great on the stage. Sadly passed away yes. some time ago. Yes. Blonde, athletic. He was a wrestling machine. Great wrestler. Uh, and, and could sell like you would. And then you've got, this is an interesting choice. This may be this man's only appearance in the game. It's the only one I remember ever seeing him. The Warlord. Yeah, the Warlord. It's funny when uh, the Warlord debuted. It's basically like a Road Warrior ripoff, but he was a huge man. He was way bigger than the Road Warriors. He was probably six, six five, and probably weighed three hundred pounds of just stacked muscle and yes. death. Couldn't cut a promo to save his life, and was not and, that great. And in the was ring. stiff in the ring. Yeah, yeah, but yep. uh, he was. But he was. So this is an unusual choice. Then up the line, the third guy you're going to face is the Million Dollar Man. Ted DiBiase, yes, ah. one of the best, one of the one all-time of the great heels in wrestling. Uh, was a star everywhere he went. Uh, was a huge money draw and was a huge uh, great worker name in the business. Yeah, great, great, great in Japan. Was a guy who had a millionaire gimmick. 
He came to the ring with his bodyguard, Virgil. He would pay kids to do stuff and then, like, screw them at the end so they didn't yes. pay him. Like, you bounce a basketball <laughs> ten times, he'll give you $100. And when the kid gets to eight, he'd kick the ball down the, yeah. down the, uh, down the road. He had one of the all-time great theme songs. Money, money, money. Yep. Remember that song? Loved yep. it. Loved it. So he's great. Then you've got the Mountie. Now the Mountie <laughs> is underrated. He is, but he, the he, Mountie, he's... He, another guy with a great theme song. Uh, and one thing I remember about him is if you, he, he was called the Mountie because he's the Mountie. The Mountie always gets his man. I'm the Mountie. I'm handsome. I'm brave. I'm strong. Well, uh, the Mounties from Canada got mad because they didn't like that. They didn't like the fact that they had a Mountie that was a bad guy. So they got on the WWF, so they changed it. So his song now is, I'm not the Mountie. He just put not in there. It's all exactly the same. He dressed the same. But uh, his gimmick was, he, 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 the real guy's name was Jacques Rougeau, a French-Canadian wrestler of much renown, a big deal up in, up in the Quebec area and stuff. Uh, he uh, also, uh, he worked, um, he was one of the fabulous Rougeau brothers with his brother Raymond. Uh, they were a great tag team there in the 80s. They were in that tag team mix in OWF. Uh, he also worked, I believe he was one of the Quebecers. Uh, he was one of those, like it was the Foreign Legion, or he was a bunch of the foreign guy yeah. gimmicks. He, he definitely ran through the gimmicks. His biggest match probably is against Roddy Piper at WrestleMania. He had a yeah. gimmick for a while where he had a shock stick. He would shock a sucker. And he shocked Roddy, and then Roddy sold it, but then got up, and he took his shirt off, and Roddy had this vest on that said shockproof. So I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works. I mean, well, that's what I'm, when I'm doing CRT monitors. <laughs> Uh, but then he got up and destroyed the Mouthy. But of the Mouthy was a, he's a great character, real funny, real, real funny guy. And then the final character we mentioned, Sergeant Slaughter, uh, you know, from Paris Island, the perennial big Marine. This guy in his day, in 91, he was old. And he's you know, older yeah. now. And he wrestled well after 91. Uh, but he'd gotten older. But in his day, in the 70s, this guy was a heck of a worker. And he did this bump that no one does where he would guy would throw him into the, current, the turnbuckles. And he would shoot. He would fly over the turnbuckles. It was yes, amazing. He's a absolutely. huge guy. So anyway, these are your opponents, and you get to pick one of these three guys, and then you go to work. Now, there are things about this game I do like. I'm going to mention them now. Yeah, the opening's awesome, where they show this arena, and the lights are going back and forth, you know, and it, and it looks really professionally done. You're like, yes. man, this looks good. Yes. And it then, does get you hyped. It does. Then you're, you get to cut your promo. On the, well, on the bad you guy. get to watch a promo. Well, being you get cut. to select which one you want, which is pretty cool. So the bad guy will cut a promo on you, which is a basically him getting the microphone and bad mouthing you, and then you get to choose which response you're going to give the guy. And there's a little back and forth. I think that's great, but that was sort of a trick, I think. Just yeah, lawyer yeah. for false sense of security before the basically play began. basically you play the cut scene. Yeah, <laughs> so. Because it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, Your choices still, mean nothing. Listen, it's still fun though to be able to cut a promo like that. I mean, it's different. I don't know if it's I don't I don't know if it's a game before this and let you cut the promo. And there weren't too many afterwards either. So after this, you, the game starts. Now you basically can do you can basically kick and punch. That's what you do. Yeah. And when and you when the, if the guys run, you can do a few things like a drop kick or close up. For, for the most part, these guys all do the exact same move. Yes. So once it's time to grab a move. Your move is a move. Yeah. I've never seen a game where you did one move. Even on the NES, you did more than that. It, In fact, the NES game, the wrestling game, was it Techno? It's Tecmo. It's way, way, way better than that. Yeah. I mean, every move you do is your character. I guess not even, not even all of them get signature moves, 
But yeah. most of them do their signature move. Right, right. The and camel clutch or uh, 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 the big overhead slam, that yeah, kind of stuff. Right, right. Now, for example, if you're fighting uh, the Warlord, in the, in, back in the old days, his finishing maneuver was a full Nelson. Yep. So whenever he grapples with you now, he will do a full Nelson that's every it. time. That's, and that's literally... The first thing he does, the last thing he does, and everything in between is yep. a full Nelson. Yep. Uh, so his... So the game has when you grapple, you do your one move. Yeah. When they're on the ground, you can kick them. Uh, when they're standing up, you punch them. When they're running at you, you, you can do a close you, you line can do one. Or a so you literally have four <laughs> moves yeah. depending on your character's status. It's incredibly weak. Let's face facts. Now, what makes this even more brutal? Is it yeah? Is the is the graphics? <clears throat> the graphics needs to look good. It's funny. Yep. I went to a, a site that specializes in game graphics, and they talked about how the guy that did the graphics in this designed uh, the ropes to, to sway the way they do. And it was very because every they, this was designed to run on a five hundred twelve uh, Amiga five hundred Amiga five hundred or Amiga, Amiga, Amiga one thousand. Yeah. And so every little. Every little bit of information counted, and they did a great job. And so, like I said, graphically, I don't have any, I have no problem with the graphics yep. in this game. The characters graphics, look like who they're supposed to. The graphics to. look great. All right, here's the problem you have. They didn't do any gameplay at all. No. And, the, and the graphics sprites, the, the actual character models, they look like they've been uh, sourced from the WWF Super, uh, Superstars tag team game from the arcade. If you look at it real yeah, closely, absolutely, uh, and they've been they're modified versions of those sprites. I think they look just like them. And so, like for example, the British Bulldog isn't in WWF Superstars, right? right. In fact, several of these guys aren't. But uh, it would not take. It's not a whole stretch to change a few things around, some colors, and you know, and pull it off. And pull it off. Yes. And several of the people, like Ted DiBiase, uh, Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, uh, were all in that game. So you've got there's some guys right off the top that are in, that were in that game, and so you pretty much got the sprites ready to go. So you've got sort of a lower uh, frame rate version of these guys effectively in the game, so they're not nearly as smooth. And on top of everything else, they they uh, in Super WWF Superstars they had got a ton more moves uh, than this. Yes, and I think Superstars also came out in '90 or '91. I'm pretty it was right in that ballpark. So it was. It would have been close, but I'm. I'm pretty sure that's where they got. They they got the graphics for this thing. Um, when you want to do your your signature maneuver, you have to waggle the stick. It's a waggler. It's a waggler. Uh, the matches have five minute time limits. You can also have a time time limit draw or a count out. Now, one thing I learned the first time I played this back in the day is that if you get count, if you get your opponent counted out, you still don't advance. Yeah, you still basically which is, lose. Which is crap. You've got four credits per game, so basically you can lose four times. There's a cheat for this that just lets you, well, among other things, it lets you just basically go to the next match. You like sort of insta-win. Yeah. When you when you win a match, the bad guy wrestler cuts a promo, and then you can cut one about basically him losing, which is funny. Then you move on. Um there's not much else to it. There's a practice mode, and where you basically play someone who doesn't move. <laughs> I don't know if you tried. Did you try? Yeah, that? yeah it's it's dumb. It's completely worthless. <laughs> I thought that was funny. They needed an extra slot on the uh, on the title screen, I guess. Now there is a two player mode. Two players wrestle. Let's talk about that. Uh, one player, one player can pick from the three normal guys. 
one player has to be Mr. Perfect. There is no other option. So if you're in any two-player games, you're playing as Mr. Perfect. They don't have any choice. And it's also the only way you can play as Mr. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's very, very, it's very stupid uh, two-player. I don't, and also to have all these wrestlers in the game and not be able to play them is insane. I don't, I guess, I don't know if this, now you never know. The WWF has a bunch of crazy mandates and stuff. So this could have been something they were mandating back then, but you never know. I'll, you know what I would assume? What? I would assume they were making this, and they ran out of time, and, and, and they said, ship it. Well, because I think, I mean, if you would have added, uh, the the mechanics is not great. The waggle mechanic is not great. You have it, to kill yourself to yeah, waggle this but, thing. But, I, I mean, it, it's, a, it's, it's something that was done at the time. Without, if all these yeah. characters had uh, up, down, left, right, so you waggle, you get control, <laughs> and then you would hit up and a button, down and a button... If they had four moves, like, from the grapple, and maybe a couple more strikes, this could have been an incredibly cool yeah. game. But let you play as all the wrestlers. I mean, okay, if you do story mode, you have to play as one of the three so that the cutscenes make sense. That would be fine. But if you could play all the wrestlers, and all the wrestlers had four grapple moves, this would have been a fine game. As it is shipped, it is absolutely worthless it's a dud not worth loading up it's a real dud yeah it's a real dud um if they limited the amount of wrestling you can play sim simply based on the flavor text that would be appalling i would assume that that's not what they i did. mean you can play as mr perfect and you can't play him any other way well, uh, listen. It, it garbage it, it, it garbage it's strange it, and it's such a waste of of good graphics yeah, and uh, that's if you see the box art on this. I remember when I saw this before I played it. I was like, "Holy smokes! If this is like WWF Superstars on the Amiga, I'm in." Yeah, and it could be that it's so close. That's it, what makes, it could. I lament when I, I did an Amiga's playing this a couple years ago. And I lament. I was like, "Boy, I wish someone would come in there and, and hack this game to make it more fun and playable." But that's never going to happen. No, <laughs> I was hoping, but no, it's never going to. It's never going to happen. Uh, this game was followed by a sequel called WWF European Rampage Tour, which even, I think it's even worse than this. Wow. I hated that game, too. The Amiga did not get any good wrestling. Cause I, think, I think they had tag team wrestling. That's the only one, and that one is an acquired taste. So it, you can understand how it went. Oh, also the game's impossible. Yeah. Oh, you forgot yeah. to mention Just that. Just kicking out and stuff. I mean, it's ridiculous. I had to cheat every time to get anywhere. The the, the waggle mechanics is... Uh, uh, Subhuman. You you, Sub you have, wow. You you have to ha you have to hook it up to some kind of shaking device. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was looking at, as we watched this video fly by. Even the little fingers pushing on the buttons. That like that's even in the arcade too. So a yeah. lot of this, a lot of the graphics of this have been horse around the arcade. The sad thing is the ring. So the ring's huge. It's cavernous, but that's okay in a game like this. It's, that it's, makes, it's fine. You know, I think I think. It, uh, being limited to one button probably didn't help in this particular instance. But, it, I mean, it had the waggle, so it didn't well, care know, about the one I'm button. Just, I'm just saying. No, the, and the Amiga is not what hindered this game. Yeah. What hindered this game was developers that just gave up yeah. halfway through. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say you're wrong on that. So let's, let's take a look at the, uh, at the reviews here while you're getting up the listener stuff. Uh, so this game was pretty well reviewed, to be honest with you. Amiga Action gave this thing a 70%. Well, I guess that's not that great. 70%, that's a... That's, that's yeah. pretty good, man. Amiga Computing gave this a 77. Uh, Amiga Format gave it a 72. Uh, Amiga Power, <laughs> 39%. That's about where... That's that, closer to where I would yeah. put it. 
CU Amiga 76, the 133. Uh, the, uh, then you also had Zero, gave it 82%, and the Amiga Joker gave it a 62. I think this falls somewhere in the 30s for me. Uh, I mean, the thing is, if you've got a beautiful game that's not a playable game, yeah. So what you've got here is a, a, a drop, a drop of the old ball. Yeah, I, I, I think this game was probably what put me in the neck brace today. <laughs> I mean, I hey, when you call me up and you're like, "Hey, Brent, can you like get into the Amigos chair and uh, help us out a little bit?" I was like, "Sure." It's like, "Yeah, what are we playing? Amiga, tons of." Great fun games. It's like <laughs> WWF Super or Wrestle WrestleMania. I was like, okay, wrestle games are fun. Uh -huh. I can do and then you lay this on me, and I jerk my neck so hard that 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 I'm gonna have to sue the show. Well, we got some reviews. Let's go through them here real quick. So, our good buddy Chris Folds writes: Waggle butt mash, waggle butt mash, waggle butt mash, and repeat. Add Infinium, Infinium. Help me out here. Add Infinium. A boring and poorly executed ex excuse for a wrestling game with a stink lack of characters to play. Four out of ten. I'd say that's about right. That's about generous. That's generous. Hermski. Five out of ten. Giant haystacks and Big Daddy would never be heard shouting, ooh, ooh, ah. Oh, yeah, we should mention that the sound is bizarre and annoying. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. Ooh, 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 ah, all through their bout. It is almost pornographic, in a way. Uh, it doesn't represent this great sport of wrestling adequately, and the characters could be bigger and be with better, smoother animations. However, the two-player option is much more fun. I remember having a few lively fights with my mates back in the day when multiplayer didn't need the interweb. Just a pair of legs and a good coat did the job and was much more fun. Very good. Pixels at Dawn writes, I don't really have any experience with wrestling games. Get some, Pix. But I'm, but I'm not sure this was the best place to start. It was not. It was hard to pull off moves, and playing the AI generally led to me getting tossed around the ring as it was hard to switch into Waggle at a moment's notice. Not much fun. Four out of ten. <coughs> Graham. WFT. I bet he's going to drop the hammer. You, what, what makes you think? What do you mean makes you think he's going to drop the hammer? This is it, man. Hammer dropping time. All right. Well, Graham writes, unfortunately... This is 3 out of 10. That's right, Graham. The game doesn't have a lot of wrestling, and it's more of a stamina content of both you and your joystick. It was not much fun in single-player mode, but I'm guessing in two-player mode it will be more fun. Air Lacks quotes. all the moves and characters you would expect in these games, too, which adds to the disappointment. Full of glitches and crazy in-game flaws. Yes. Lastly, Rushi, who I mentioned was a big wrestling fan. Uh, WDF Superstars was a landmark wrestling game in the arcade. Being the first licensed WWF title to be released, it featured the hottest stars of the year. While simple, uh, uh, and while simple, was quite the quarter muncher. That's true. That helped me fail out of college. Technos Japan followed it up with WWF WrestleFest, adding more of everything, providing plenty of fun with the four players. They savage to savagely maim each other within the squared circle. Unfortunately, the Amiga port released by Ocean is a watered-down waste of digital space that feels mechanically inferior to even LJN's early NES output. Yeah, that's true. You're limited to just choosing from three wrestlers, despite the roster available to the computer expanding well past that. Gone is the marquee Royal Rumble mode and four-player. Instead, turn into a simple two-player button masher with no, with no nuance or flavor beyond the initial presentation. While I'd give credit where it's due in the areas this game succeeds, I'd rather describe my final match against Mr. Perfect. I exited the ring to grab a chair, so he climbed the turnbuckle. I went back to draw him out, 
but he wouldn't come down, and I couldn't attack him. The timer ran out, and it was counted as a loss for me. Sadly, I think that my entire time playing this game was a loss for me. Two out of ten. Yes. Brutalized. Yes. Brutalized. But hey, it had a brutalization coming. I can't deny that. So I would say this game is a dud. Now, I do own this game, and I think Rusey said to me, so I can see why. Uh, I did look this <laughs> he up. Wants to, he wants to get it as far away from him as possible. I did look this up on the eBay, Brentster. Nine. This is a wide gap in prices. I saw it going as cheaply in the box as $9, all the way up to $56. If you, had to, if you get one with a no. VCR tape in it, it it's going to add to the price. There were tons of these available, and I mean tons. Tons of these things if you want one, so you can go get one. So, yeah, a dud. It's a real shame, too, because wrestling's awesome, and it would have been a lot of fun. Well, wrestling back then was awesome. Let's let's have a, before we exit the wrestling field here, what do you what do you think of that era was the best wrestling game at, at home? Oh, at home? Oh, God! I don't know what year fire, the original Fire Pro came, but I wasn't a huge fan. I would probably, for me, I'm probably going to go with the uh, Technos uh, wrestling game uh, for the NES. would probably be the, the one I enjoyed the most. Although I did have a good time uh, with uh, Hose's Epics Championship wrestling game on the C64. I, you know, I, I, I would have to go for the NES one as well, yeah. but it wasn't good. Yeah. The wrestling action at that time was all in the arcade. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So... Let's move on as we exit our gaming section here. We're going to have a look at uh, what's been going on on our YouTube channel. We put up a lot of videos in the last couple of weeks and we've neglected, so we're going to have a quick look at some of them here. We're not going to spend too much time. We'll have a quick look around. So uh, let's talk about uh, our buddy, Brutal Barracuda. He's been putting up these uh, lists, Amiga lists, and he's done another one here. Top 10 movie games. An excellent list. If you had to pick your all-time favorite movie-related video games. Do you have any that pop in your head? Uh, Goonies is way up there for the Nintendo. Goonies? Yeah. I never well, Goonies that. 2, to be fair. I don't think I played that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be way, way up there. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, that Some of the Matrix games were okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Um, in the last week, I have put out two uh, color computer videos. Uh, just playing off of what we reviewed a couple weeks ago, I have covered Outhouse. Great game. Great game. Holy uh, moly. And also uh, The Crystal City, which is a game that was released in 90, if you can believe that. It was, and boy, wow. off the charts. Now, yet there, that one requires a color computer 3. I had a good time playing both those games. We should also mention that last weekend we were interviewed by the, I, think, I don't know if we mentioned this or not, we were interviewed by the uh, Coco Talk guys. Uh, including the original gamer Steven Stroh and also our good buddy uh, L. Curtis Boyle amongst a cast of hundreds. There was about five guys there. And that was a lot of fun. It was it? fun. It was a good time. A good time doing that. I think, I'm trying to think if we mentioned that last week. I'm, it's, I'm, it's, we've shot in such weird days that I can't remember. But if you, if you feel like it, just look that up. You can find it. Just look <laughs> up Amigos interview. It'll come up. Um, also at last week's Computer Club, I think we briefly touched this last week, you unboxed the cassette Supervision. Super cassette vision. Well, they've got that written wrong here. So, did you have you had any luck like, getting this thing working this week? I unfortunately have not had a lot of time to work with it, and it's gonna be it's gonna be something you and I are gonna have to probably tackle as a duo. Oh, I've got to get involved in this thing. Now? Oh yeah. What do I gotta do? I, that, Nothing. That's what. <laughs> You're on your own, pal. So, uh, we also uh, released uh, another of our in our thanks for doing marathon to the to the. There's a few people that are still watching these things. 
I thought of CSAs were a lot of fun. They're sort of like little mini ARG Presents uh, episodes. Yeah, for the video, I mean, the, in them. the audio is, yeah, is it's gold. It's, it's gold. a little bit of dead time, but some of the, uh, what, what episode did you release? This had, uh, this was single word titles, Chaos and Kicker. Oh, yeah. If you yeah. want a couple good arcade games that you've never heard of, these are two that qualify. They're excellent games. Yes. Both these, and they're, they're quite different, but they're both a lot of fun. Absolutely. Uh, something else that came out this week, and I, I know I didn't talk about about this because I just I didn't know for when I was going to release it was the interview I did with uh, with our buddies Alex and Anne from Germany, which me and the boat did an interview with them as they came to pick up that uh, expensive Commodore CBM external hard drive that I sold them. Uh, they drove they drove and flew all the way from Germany to pick yes. it up. It was a well over seven thousand mile round trip to pick up this piece of hardware. And they were kind enough. And what a couple of super nice people. In fact, I still talk to Alex sometimes about how he's done. Uh, but they came over and they were more. They were happy to uh, let us give them an, uh, have an interview with them and tell us about themselves and about Alex's collection. It's a tremendous collection. Uh, he is a real pure, like he, his stuff's all minty fresh, mint condition stuff. Excellent. And then it's never touched again. Yeah. You know. And there's a funny portion of that where he says he'll have this stuff sitting around and he feels bad and he wants to get rid of it. And, and Ann's like, wait, you worked real hard on that. Are you nuts? What are you doing? You know, you can't get rid of that. You clean that up. You rebuild it. You made it work. He's like, well, so he keeps it, you know. So he's got a hoard of this stuff in Germany stashed. Well, you know, uh, uh, as we are both collectors of yeah. some things in our own right, uh, the adventure to get the item is, you know, that's half the fun. That's half the fun. It is. So, but the, the part of the fun for me is not is, is the not cl- it's not cleaning it. That's the part no, I don't like. Yeah, we are definitely more uh, players or, or repair, than restorers. Yeah, yeah. I like to find the thing. Then I wish I just had a, a toady to you know. That's right. You know those guys <laughs> that do those uh, the uh, one of those guys that go they're on the History Channel. They go out and just find stuff in barns and stuff. The pickers, uh, and you know, they they've got that chick. The hot chick back at the at the store that does all the cleaning and repair. I need that chick to take care of me. I need one of those. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Never seen that show, huh? Oh no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, there you I go. just don't think you're going to find someone to uh, to help you out in your ventures. Well, yeah, not hope, in that regard. Hope at least. springs eternal, brother. There you go. Now, uh, lastly, uh, I mean, you want a lackey? You're <laughs> asking for a lackey? Yeah, I do. <laughs> so we did an insert disc two last week. Uh, actually, it was this week, and it was Ask the Amigos, and we went through a, a ton of questions. They answered a ton of questions on this topics, various topics that uh, are. Discord buddies asked. I mean, they were, and there's tons more, and they were putting more in while we were doing the the things. So we were we were inundated with questions. We had a lot of fun with that, and you know, me and Bo just screwed around for a while <laughs> asking questions. It was a lot of fun. We had a good time with it, so no badness there. Uh, so if you are interested in any of the, uh, what is that right there? Oh that- yes, I should probably. I think they mentioned this last week. We'll mention it one time. Uh, we had our 100th episode of ARG uh, this past week. Yes. 100 big episodes with myself and the Brent. Uh, it's funny that we would do that episode and here you are filling in for boat today. Uh, but uh, we had a good time. Uh, it was well received. Everybody seemed to like it. We had a lot of very kind words. And uh, uh, we're keep uh, keep the ball rolling. That's Although right. if, if we keep having to fight uphill like we did today, they're not going to make it to 200, I can tell you that. <laughs> Everything goes wrong. Stream broke. Computer broke. My everything break. It's cold, wet, wind, you name it. It's like they don't want us to they don't want anything coming out of here. But we keep going. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. So 
Uh, check our channel out over at uh, YouTube. It's the Amigos Retro Gaming Channel. Also, uh, please check our uh, channel out over at Twitch uh, for the latest uh, stuff from Ireland. And yes. plus all the live streams and stuff. We're twitching the crap. We're, it's, we're twitchy over there, but we do a lot of Twitch action. Now, I would be remiss if we did not get into the uh, uh, all of our people that support us on Patreon. I will not sing these Patreon names, but uh, we have a, a special uh, end of the show uh, salute to the Patreons. I think uh, I hope you enjoy. But until then, let's get through these, Brent. I know you don't want to read them because you hate that stuff. So I'll I'll read through these real quick. Yeah, you, you they they don't want me butchering their names. Oh yeah, let me do it, eh? Uh, and again, you can support us over at Patreon.com if you want to toss in a couple bucks in the kitty. Uh, we uh, get some Discord action. Yeah, get in the Discord. Uh, uh, if you if game you, selection committee, if you meet that goal, yeah, there uh, there's a few levels. goals over there to take a look at. And uh, you know, you got to support what you love. And uh, we very much appreciate the ones out there that do. That's right. And at, at certain levels, there's magnets involved. There's all kinds of crazy. Boats got all kinds of crazy stuff going on. So thanks to our supporters. I'm going to run through these. Daniel Williams, Bernard Lucas. His name is Lucas. Both didn't know that song last night the other day. Uh, Jerry Dennington, Zorglob, enough said. Iron Wolf. I believe he was in Mortal Kombat 3. Was that, what was that guy's name? It was not Iron well, Wolf. Well, Iron Wolf should have been there. <laughs> Jorgman Gnason. That's, you know, when you have constants kind of grouped together. We're never getting through this, are we? <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, that's Terry Howard. Oh yeah, you name yeah, you know that one. Uh, Reflection, Simon Lech, Captain Crispy, Kilobytes, and Caffeine. Mike W. One. Deckard. Yeah, I was over in Kilobytes and Caffeine's uh, YouTube channel. Now, I, I believe Aaron that it was Mike W. And then Deckard. Oh, three, sorry. Three, I, you three distracted wood. me. You distracted me. Deckard. I've been talking with him. He was having trouble running some stuff. Deckard set me up with a great uh, SD card for the Amiga. I appreciate that. Uh, Gary Heather, free lunch. Kate Fox. Kate just put out a new uh, Macintosh. If you if you Google Ma or if you YouTube Macintosh librarian, new she started a new show over there. And it was the first episode was really good. David Pickford, Cameron Armstrong, Andy Jones, Lobsterminator, Craig McKellen, Tin Mark, the Ten Minute Amiga Retrocast. Bernard Quinn, the Retro Man Cave. He's always got something cranking over there. Uh, Tim Drew, Simon Rose, Joseph Harrison, Kyle Etter, Rob Flack O'Hara. Rob's always got something cooking. I heard he's, they're closing the movie theater in this town, poor guy. Howard Nibs, Matthew Evil Matt Larimore. This guy's evil. He is evil. He's, super, he's a good DM, though. Andy Craig, Shunzo. Shunzo, that's like one of those toys on The Simpsons. Uh, Colin419. He's from the 419. Bark Bit. Roland Burke. Andrew Muggs. Joe the Zombie. Mm. John Cook. Leaf Kalan. Alan Kebab. Chicote. Level Lord. John Charleston John Marshall. My yes. good buddy. Matthew Peron. Ricky DeRocher. The Creepy Dead Boy, The Figster, Ficky, 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 CTZ, <laughs> The Slow Norris. Not the quick one. Stefan Sogard Moltenson, Edwin Helen, my bald brother with a beard, 
Belinda, we were actually there's a lot of my boss. There's a lot of us like that. <laughs> Belinda, seventy five. You know, when you don't have any hair on your head, you just sort of you grow, grow it wherever you, you can. can. Yeah, you should see the my braided arm pin hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Christopher Hassel, Robbie Abbott. Robbie had a real good time last night. Less said about that, the better. Chris, Chris Foles. Thank you. The Dream Catcher, Laurent Giroux, Graham W. Webke, Lane Denson. Adam Battersby, O'Brien's Retro and Vintage, The Huck, Brother, Gary Hucker, C, Brian Jones, Paul Harrington, he's the big man, he's the boss man, Duncan Styles, The Dunk, Tapes from the Crib, the boat never does that anymore, Josh Nan, Adam Bradley, Jonas Rulo, Living the Dream in Hawaii, Brent, THT, Eric Nelson of the Fine Pixel Gaiden podcast over there with Cody. Yes. I know their names. Kim, Tommy, Humbastat. That's a great name. Daniel Bingston, the Bing, the brutal one himself, Brutal Barracuda. Darren Old King Coles, Jason Warns. He warns you. You better step back. You know what I mean? You're not buying it. Pixels at Dawn. <laughs> And Kilborn Barman. There you go. That's a, that's a good group right there, if I may say. I think so. We appreciate y'all to you know for helping us out, supporting us. Yeah. A lot of this, a lot of these fellas have been have been with us for a long time, and we we really do appreciate y'all. Um, Brent, do you have any parting thoughts or words before we shut this sucker down? I usually don't have any thoughts or yeah. words. I've heard that. I've heard that. You know, I should mention what. Well, Got a little work there. I should mention that we will be back next week in full force. John, Boat of Clark Shaw are in the house. We should be uh, doing our usual Friday Friday night spectacular, Hillbilly ISP permitting. We'll be loud around in, in town getting it done. So we will leave you with a hearty hi-ho. Hi-ho! And um, until next week, adios. Adios. Hello, wrestling fans. Today at Amigos Wrestling Arena, we have Comrade Aaron. What do you got to say for yourself, Comrade? I come here from Soviet Russia to do American Show Podcast, Amigos Wrestling Podcast. All you stupid Americans, don't say USA. No, that's... No, we respect the fans. It's, You've got to respect the fans. No, in I, Soviet I, I, Russia, fans respect me. No, come oh, here. Oh, oh, no, yes. Fans, he wants you all to rise for the Soviet national anthem. Yes. What a stupid American. You're from New Jersey. Brent, you're blowing oh, it for oh, me! Oh, sorry about that, man! Oh, God.